So, morbid curiosity drags you once more into this sad soiree. Are we ever truly alone in the dark? And are these nightmares portents of what may come, or is it simply the mind attempting to rationalize its own dissolution? Laws and lawmen, and what are men without law? Animals, perhaps. Perhaps worse, for nature at the very least is able to understand the difference between essential and exuberant. Who is watching from the shadows? Who is hunting? The would-be hunter, while they struggle with the dilapidation of their own devoted development. Paranoia is a mental pothole of sorts, halting our precarious progress with perpetual panic. Will presentiment prove plenteous? Will it devour our resolve like some unseen parasite, feasting on the rotting carcass of our consciousness? Here. That's a hideous end. The sky begins to open up even more as the rain now starts to pour down onto the cobbled tile of Benefit Street. People walking by glance idly and whisper to themselves as they pass, all of you arguing outside of Tubbs' cab. The rim of the front tire bent slightly, causing the vehicle to limp to one side in the middle of the street. Sweets and Tubbs, you are standing in the rain outside the car now, pleading with Kitty Hawk and trying your best to explain that you're being followed and that it wasn't one of the Morelli crew that would be taking pictures of all of you in the middle of this crowded street. There's a difference. That's also <laughs> right. Right. You know, Tubbs is right. I've never seen it. Right. So nobody's ever been able to tell me because that would be right. totally the other guy. Then that's when you find out things. Right. See, sometimes you say things like, you know, there's a big pile of antiques in the room over here to a guy, right? And that's okay, right. but some, you don't say some other things like, hey, we took your picture when you weren't looking, you know? That's right. just weird. I don't think I've met anyone more stupid in my entire life. I, I... I think she just you know how tried to, to insult us. <laughs> right, but, you know, if, if... You know, the people that sit in the chair, though, you should see some of them, right? <laughs> Just because we don't got the book learnings you do, doesn't mean we ain't smart guys, you know? Uh, she, while they're chatting, she has rolled up her sleeves and hiked up her skirt slightly and is behind the car, uh, looking like she's getting ready to push. So where are we holding this thing? Are you leaving it here? I don't know how well it's gonna move with a bent wheel like that. Ah, yeah, I can tell you never grew up on a farm, fella. Ah, um, Zeke's, mm -hmm. uh, Zeke's gonna examine the tire, see if it's as bad as, uh, as Tubbs is making it out to be and see if he can't fix it. Yeah, give me your, uh, I think you have a repair skill, right? Ah, ah. Maybe it just looks flat because it's in a pothole, right? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, so uh, you look at it, and yeah, it's it, the the wheel itself is is bent, but kind of thing happens all the time, right? Back on the farm, <laughs> so it's got a hammer that flat. Yeah, you just need just need a hammer. You have a hammer. No, but we know where to find them now. Right. <laughs> 
whole house full of tools right around the corner. I'll, uh, make it oh, no. mom. Most things can be a hammer if you need help. Huh? Uh, what do you find? You can take a look at my car. Um, I got a bunch of shit up in the front seat. There you go. Oh. Make, a, make a luck roll, Zeke. <laughs> it's just things people have left in here, you know, when they get out and they forget. That's a, I'm lucky that's today. luck roll. Well, that's not going to work as a hammer. Uh, yeah, Zeke finds the revolver and starts using that as a hammer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. The revolver got left in a safe. Uh, my revolver is, okay. is in my glove box. <laughs> see if we can get one more. Kitty, why don't you give me a luck roll? Absolutely. There we go. There we Sorry, go. With a six, 68, that's a success. We'll, we'll get rid of these bad rolls eventually. One of the other shop owners comes out, Kitty, and sees you attempting to look like you're going to push. Hey, you just going to let the lady push the car, huh? Yeah, looks like uh, it'll help you. Well, right. Two minutes ago, she didn't want nothing to do with the car. Now she wants to, she's all over it. That's because I have kindness. Is these guys what, bothering he, you? Do you, uh, do you need a hand? making hands? up words now, too? <laughs> no, I, I, if you could give us a little push to get it started, that'd be great, but it's fine. It's not going anywhere on that, uh, that tire. What do you need? Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, I got one. I got one in the back. Hold on. Goes, goes back into the shop, comes out with this, you know, sturdy looking ball peen hammer. Right, Tubbs, I, I think she's learning. Right, she talked to a guy. Right, now your problem getting solved, aren't they? She just needs to spend more time in the world, you know? On the streets. You know, I think we've been really out. She's gonna take the hammer. She yep. says, mm. <laughs> kindness. But yeah, no, she's gonna take the hammer um, and, and see if she can fix it. Okay. My father was a mechanic. Go ahead and make her payroll. Zeke looks very uncomfortable, I... but like also very uncomfortable with intervening. <laughs> um, I need to pull, pull it up. One second. Um, it's gonna be technical, probably. Um, yeah, mechanical repair. You got it. See, because we know so many guys, we just gotta stand here, sweets, and our, and our problems get solved. Who knows? That's Maybe. right. Nope. <sighs> yeah, not not quite. As you you start to bang away at it, uh, Zeke. After a few moments, that uncomfortability, you just can't help yourself anymore, and, and you, <laughs> you interject. I beg your pardon, Mom. Fine. But don't let them have it. Oh, well, that's a fine hammer right there, but uh, there's a problem. It uh, using the wrong hand, yeah? And Zeke uh, starts banging out the rim. Using the wrong hand. Right, you should have read that in one of your fancy books. And somehow, like, him and Tubbs are eating hot dogs right now. They don't know where they found them. They are. <laughs> The street hot dog. <laughs> it was on the passenger seat of my car. It was like floating by in a little boat. Take, takes a bit of time. But you managed to bang out the uh, the bend and the wheel. And the car is drivable again. Zeke uh, stands up and dusts his hands off and looks proudly at the car. Oh, that's a, that's a fine looking car right there. <laughs> Thanks, Zeke. Uh, that was really helpful. You know? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Way to be a guy about it. Gives the car a good pat. <laughs> the horse. While he was busy doing that, uh, Kitty Hawk is keeping an eye out for these, this alleged red car. 
Make a spot hidden. Yeah, you uh, you look up and down the streets, and there's you see a couple different red cars. It's a pretty common color for cars that dark red color, and there's a few that drive by, but nothing that you don't see anybody taking pictures of you. Now you just have hell and again, of anxiety. Uh, I don't know if you're I don't know if you're more upset that you didn't find anything, or that you for a second believed that these two were even remotely telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what? We're gonna get in the car now, or we're just gonna fight about it? Fine. Right. Onward. To open the door, you know, like a proper gentleman. <laughs> Finally, we're getting somewhere. She's just scoffing at him underneath her breath. Just, she gets in the car. We'll get in the car. Drive off down the street. Short drive to the Dexter Asylum. I feel like just in the... Through that broken window at the side, you just barely hear somewhere far away. Hey, my hammer! (laughs) (laughs) It gets thrown down with all the other things in the front seat. It's just Dixie cups and and paper plates. Todd dogs. (laughs) As you pull up to the asylum, the Dexter Asylum itself is a large facility. Brick and stone. Looks very much like a large hospital complex. All around it is gated. There are a few trees and and greens that uh, travel around the outside and there's a a maybe five or six foot like brick wall that separates it, the property, from the outside. As you go through, you drive up through the gate, which is open this time of day, and pull in through this long drive around a circle, and you park the car. The outside is a set of uh, double doors up a few small steps. It's kind of elaborate-looking structure. But one of the things that you notice is the lack of windows. Well, there's a few on the front side of the building. There are just significantly shy windows all along the, the exterior. This, from here now, looking at it, although the grass is green and everything around it is uh, in springtime starting to bloom, it looks more like a prison. You know, in all my time living here, I've only been put in here once. <laughs> only? Yeah, I was a juvie. Looks different. I'm sorry to hear that. I met a bunch of guys, you know? It's not it's not so bad. I mean I'm not like insane. That'd be crazy. Hmm. Right. Uh-huh. I'm and not the one throwing these insane accusations around, you know? It's important to mention or to remember that the asylum in this time wasn't just for people that were insane or yeah, crazy like or treating you. Right, yeah, like correct. Yeah, care. it was very much, yeah, long-term care hospital. So it was homeless people would be brought there, elderly people that had nowhere else to go that needed constant supervision. So it was very much like, uh, I think long-term care is probably your best, your, your best analogy. As you enter the doors, you go into a very bright and 
relatively cheery looking like foyer or, or uh, waiting room. Uh, there's a, a, a counter with a window, glass on the front of it, and another set of uh, those, uh, a single door that goes in the back. There's there's chairs, and, um, cushioned chairs, and little uh, end tables with magazine, uh, you know, magazines and uh, bright pictures of happy people on the walls out front. Uh, in this just red brick, and um, anything that's not that red brick exterior is this uh, very nice white. Um, wallpaper with uh, that, that brown wainscoting that comes up just a few like uh, like three feet or so um, that, that wood that just extends along the exterior uh, the the interior wall a young lady is at the desk there's a little bell right behind the glass nobody else is in the waiting room as you all walk in she is looking down, either reading something or writing something. Hard to tell through the glass as you approach. Looks like a busy day in your suites. Alright. Right, some bright colors. It's a little weird, right? It's kind of kind of weird. Can I help you guys with something? Uh, yes, that that would Check, be me. Checking in. Yes, I uh, <laughs> well, uh, maybe. Um, I I had heard from a, detec- a detective, uh, uh, Stiltmore, that there were a few men that had showed up over the week or so, unidentified. I'm looking for my brother. What's your name, sweetheart? Uh, Kitty Hawker Ghosty. My my brother's name Kitty is Hawk- Orville. Ghosty. She looks through a piece of paper. Yeah, the detective did say you might swing by. She picks up a book and slides it through this uh, hole that's in the glass across the counter. Just need all of you to sign this. Yeah, she'll sign. It's a visitor's log. Yeah, and, and, and no problem. I sign it, officer, sophomore, whatever oh, she Lord. said. I signed it. Uh, Tommy Gun. <laughs> Tommy gun great Zeke just spells his name out in big regular like written letters yeah, Zeke's uh, kind of wide eyed and nervous about the whole place and, and using a writing utensil seems fairly unfamiliar to him it's it's not very good writing it's just all caps one of the E's is backwards you drew two lines so that they match each other's height all right, uh, have have a seat. Just, like, doesn't even look at the book. Have a seat. We'll an uh, uh, order will be around to uh, take you to see the patients. So, uh, why were you? Yeah, to look for a guy. Again, the detective said there were men that showed up here. It might be my brother. If you're uh, see, looking I- for him. I don't remember you saying that, you know? You might have been, like, walking away. You know, that's kind of, kind of rude. Right, if she had just gotten in the car, right? We might might have heard us thing or two that you were saying. If you don't stop, I will put you in this asylum myself. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, hey. I, I ain't going back here. Then I'd suggest that you shut your mouths. Hey, I'll listen to her, okay? I, I got right. you. We're just here as observatoriums, right? 
Just looking around, you know? I start tapping, humming. <laughs> Anybody Zeke hungry? Just, Zeke's just sitting patiently like he's in church. These chairs are really nice. <laughs> it's small, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, your chairs in your shop are much better. Uh, chair, you know? Right, the other one's it's just a bench on the back. Which, I gotta say, you should probably put some cushions on that, you know? Or maybe you like the wood. I don't know. You know maybe I don't like this right? Hey, that, that's a good point. After a bit of time passes, the door, you can hear like a buzz. Like a lock open. Is someone in a... Um, set of blue, like off-white, bla- oh, almost a blue scrubs. Walks out. Here, these are your guest badges. He hands you these three, like uh, these four, like stickies, and it's got each of your names on it that you wrote down in the book. Do me a favor. We had to identify uh, the two John Does if we can. Try not to talk to any of the inmates. Nothing loose, no loose articles. Any of you have any weapons on you? I'm sorry, in inmates? Well, I, until we can identify them, yeah. The state has us hold them indefinitely until someone can claim them. Right. I've got a couple of tools, but no weapons. I don't got my weapons on me. Uh, nothing like that. All right, just nothing, you know, sometimes these guys, when they get a little crazy, they can grab stuff off you. We've, we've had, uh, you know, some some guests get injured before, talking to patients, and, and it gets, uh, you know, you just can never be too careful. So uh, just uh, try to follow me, and we'll be, everything will be fine. Sounds like we should have weapons. <laughs> Sweets just tightens his hand, like, on his knife in his smock pocket. He's not letting <laughs> nobody take it from him. <laughs> And he takes you to the door down a set of um, hallways. And you get into the ex- the interior now. That cheery demeanor in the waiting room starts to evaporate. The walls inside are a painted white brick. Chipping away in places as you... Uh, it, it is lit. There's electricity in the building. As these, uh, these ceiling lights are every few feet Every once in a while, flicker a little bit as you walk through. It is very dark in the interior, outside of these lights, and a series of doors just continue to pass as you go hallway to hallway. It's it's disorienting as you walk through the halls, as every hall looks very similar. It takes you through to this western wing stops at a, a door outside and you can see the door is this thick metal door locked from the outside uh, with a deadbolt uh, in just a small glass window with wire frame meshing over the inside of it. The inside the room is relatively dark except for a single light that dangles from the ceiling just illuminating the, the floor. You can see there's a small metal cot very bare 
anything but a, but a sheet and a pillow. And rocking back and forth on the floor is a young man, mid-twenties. Looks like you understand why Stiltmore would offer this, you know, this description, but it's not Gino. You see he's a sort of hook nose, scraggly beard at this point, long, long hair, which has gone, despite the fact that he looks relatively young in the face, partly gray. Uh, you're more than welcome to go in. Like I said, try not to touch the patient. Uh, this one hasn't been violent. He just hasn't, you know, he just kind of doesn't make any sense. Uh, so oh, he can't it, say it's anything. Not, yeah. It's not him, I, actually. It's, it's not my brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, All I'm right. Look, I'm looking for a man my age. We're, we're twins. Same red hair. Um, we have a birthmark that matches. She'll show the birthmark again. And... Sweet. <sighs> I was, gonna, I was just going to say, Sweets is going to take a peek without saying who he's looking for, just to see if it's Vinny. It is not Vinny, Sweets. Um, right. But it is another guy that you have seen with Vinny. It's a kid uh, by the name of... I have it written down here. One second. No, sorry. It's uh, it's uh, Timmy Turner Monahan, not Turner. Timmy Monahan. But I want to interject. But uh, I do think I know that guy. You do, huh? Right. If I could just maybe talk to him for a minute, I could make sure you know. A lot of people look the same in the city, you know. Fashion and all that. Like I say, good luck. If you can make any, if you can make any sense out of what he's saying. Is it? Can I hear any kind of muttering through it? Is it real bad? He's not. Yeah, no, nothing that you can hear through the the glass door. Right. I'd still like to talk to him. He <laughs> unbolts the door. It squeals as he pulls it open. You can see Timmy just kind of rocking there. He doesn't doesn't even react to the door opening. I keep my hands in my pockets and walk in. Hey, hey there, Timmy. That you? Walk closer. Get a good look. Make sure it's him. Just taking a hole. We're just taking a hole. Just taking a hole. Right, right. Just digging a hole, Timmy. Right, who are you digging a hole with? Come on now. Give him a little clap on the cheek. It's just me and the boys. It's just me and the boys. We gotta chat, you know. This idea. Just gotta dig the hole. Just dig the hole. Dig the hole with who? Look at me, Timmy. He looks at you now, and his eyes are. Like a like a milky version of the way that they they would normally look. These these big light brown eyes now that are, are like milked over, almost like he's oh look blind. You digging the hole with Vinny? Is that who? 
Hey, Gino, hey. Gino. Mark. You said Gino? Right, right. Did you say Gino? Thanks there, Timmy. Give him a little clap on the cheek and walk out. No, it's not Timmy. Gino, she's she's gonna push through into the room. Is he on the floor? Is he in a chair? She's kneeling. She's kneeling down next to him. He's on the, he's on the floor, like in the fetal position, but okay, yes, yeah, she... kind of just like rocking back and yeah, forth. Yeah, she's kneeling down and putting putting her hand on like either shoulder and just. Excuse me, young man. Just, we're just taking do, a home. Do you know just, my brother, just, G- Gino? It's easy. Where's come Gino? Come on now. Now's not the time. Come on. Don't touch me. Gino. Don't Listen, touch me. He's not the guy we're looking for, right? God, he knows my brother. brother. Gino oh, shot him. He shot them. Gino shot. Him. Oh my god! And, and all of a sudden, Kitty, he grabs Ooh. you. He grabs you and he lifts you and he pushes you back against the wall. And he looks you dead in your face with those milky eyes. And run, run, run! You can't be here. You got to get out of here. Just run. Just, just run. It's just you. You pull him away and he's frantic now, just like clawing away. As the guards like, all right, get out of here. You guys gotta go. You gotta, you gotta move out of here. Another, another couple orderlies come rushing into the room. Yeah, I'll let go once they have a control of him. She's shaking. She's, she's shooketh. You're right there, kitty. No, he he knows my brother. He mentioned about some somebody being shot. Yeah, it's not we, something you want to hear. We found the gun. Don't know that that's the gun. Yeah. Keep your voice down. She's she's like 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 loud whispering, but with you know. Listen, listen, hush, listen, hush listen, 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 listen. I'm just gonna kind of like whisper. Remember, you, you tell one guy, and then that guy tell another guy. Not necessarily know this guy. Kind of like point that like the guy who's waiting us through. He's gonna tell. All right. We don't know this guy. Right then. Finding her brother. You know, I really thought he looked like a guy I knew. Uh, you know, similar to yeah. It's alright, he's uh and he comes out, you can see he's like scratched up. The order the orderly as he comes out and you know. As the door swings open, though, you can hear us. You can hear Timmy in there screaming, screaming as these two are holding him down, and he's shouting and never coming out of that hole. Nobody comes out of the hole. He's just going on about crazy stuff, then, isn't it, Roy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should go see about, uh, you know, the others. And find your brother. Ah, right. Kinda shoot her a look a little bit. I don't think she's saying anything. She's, she's, she looks a little shocked. Yeah, maybe, maybe Tubbs. Yeah, you know, Kitty, sometimes these people in here, you know, they're not in the right head. They just say things. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't take it too harshly. My name is Kitty Hawk. I know your name is Kitty, Kitty Hawk. Hawk. But it's like really hard to say, right? It's like two yeah, things. listen, Miss Hawk, they're they're right. These guys are nuts, right? They they say fucking whatever. I mean, look at me, right? Fucking assholes. Something, you know, they probably just hey, went to drink people, and got into man. the opium or something. There's still people, you know? They're just not all there. They're less people, they're more animals. Well, maybe they once was people, right? You gotta give them that. All right, if you guys don't know anybody, let me get you out of here. Did we see the others already? I think that was their only guy. Oh, it's just, I thought there was a couple. Uh, no, they, no, there is. We got we got one other John Doe. You wanna? Yeah, yes. Uh, but he's not. He doesn't have red hair. He doesn't have a birthmark. It's not in the paperwork. Right. Yeah, that would be him. You know, but I know a lot of people. Maybe I could help. Hey, it doesn't hurt to take a peek. Takes you down a few more doors. Guess it might hurt you. You got scratches all over you. Right, it might hurt a bit, but uh, try not to get him riled up. Takes uh, you down a few more doors. Uh, to and uh, uh, to another. It looks identical, right? Metal door, wire, um, glass. Uh, he doesn't really look at it. He's he's just like looking at these cuts and scratches on his arm. But, uh, sweets to you. What? Wait, so he brings you to the door. You can oh. see that same glass window right. crosses. Right. He's just kind of paying attention to the scratches and stuff on his arm. He's like, it's kind of like bleeding a little bit. He's just like wiping it away with his thumb. <laughs> 1920s. Doesn't really look up at it. Who looks in? Suppose I will. You know, I'm very tall. Easy for me to get a, a look, right? Is he writing something on his arm? No, no. He's just, he's just wiping away the scratch. So you just, without even thinking about it, you look into that room. Right. Just stare at the light. Blinks a little bit and goes out. You don't, you can't see anything, so you get real close. Kind of looks like a Charlie, maybe a James. The light blinks back on now. You see on the inside of the room is uh, a man. Similar age, mid-20s, just standing and staring at you through the glass. The light flashes and blinks again. He just gets closer. It startles you a little bit as he is now like right up by the door. After being startled, I'm gonna lean back in and try to see who it is. I guess. Yeah. Who are you? As he's looking, looking right at you, these eyes piercing you through the glass. He lifts something up in his hand. Oh, turns it in his side, and you know what it is. It's a, it's a straight razor. I'm gonna reach in my pocket, make sure mine's still there. And as you're reaching in your pocket, he looks at you again, he just smiles wide. 
puts it to his neck. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Cuts. Wait, wait, wait. Just splatters across the window. I need you to make a sanity check. Okay. Hereditary. I've never seen it. You never. Oh, it's good. No, it's no. good. So a hard success. Sorry, hard success. Thirty-six. Nice. You manage to turn away just as this happens. The orderly freaks out and and says, you guys got to get out of here. And uh, he rushes right. in the room. You can see now in uh, for the rest of you seeing this, he's just like his hands are down. He's covered, like trying to cover uh, the throat with it with his hands. His blood is spreading out. Why don't I have, why don't the other three of you make spot hidden checks for me? Sure. Oh, that looks like it's successful. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Oh. Finally. Oh, finally. Sweet. Great. So, Kitty and Telly, you see this as he rushes in. The guy, smile wide on his face. His blood is just pulsing out of his neck and is squirting out. I need the two of you to make sanity checks. Sanity fails. Right. Kitty, go ahead and uh, Kitty, go ahead and roll a D4 for me. Three. All right. Not too bad. So everybody by default, you all lose one point of sanity. Kitty, you lose two. All right. It's, in, it's as you watch the scene, it's something that you should be looking away from. Every inch, every fiber in your being is telling you to run, to, to flee, right? To, to turn away. You just stare and watch as the blood just pours out. You watch the life drain out of the face of this stranger. And he looks peaceful, he looks calm, he looks happy even. then a couple other orderlies rush in. They push you away. Two, all, two of them take you and they start bringing you all back out to the entrance. Out in the waiting room, they, they, they push you out through. A doctor comes out. Older gentleman, white, gray hair, slicked back, wireframe, glasses, sharp features, thin, sharp cheekbones. Is he tall? He's probably six feet tall. Comes out with a clipboard. Well, I'm so sorry that you all had to witness this. Uh, is everyone feeling okay? Has anyone been injured? No, no, we're, we're fine. Just had a big scare is all. Yes, I oh. imagine it's just quite a fright, yeah? Hopefully you don't better see that too much, you know? You know, unfortunately, you do whatever you can, but some patients are just too sick and 
one person makes a mistake, leaves a razor, a knife lying around, and it's amazing how they just manage to grab hold of such things, and it's unfortunate. Will he be all right? Quite a shame. Him, unfortunately not. I am sorry, young lady. Oh. But uh, the other man, you said you had a name? No, thought he, thought he looked like somebody I knew named Charlie, but no. Narrows his eyes at you. Looks down at the clipboard. Well, Mr. Gunn, um, thank <laughs> you for doing your part to try to help us here. Right. Anything for the community. Tommy Gunn is your guy. Right. Now, we're, we're all just a bit rattled up. I think we'll take our leave. Right. Obviously, you have a lot of work to do. I love that you named him Tommy Gunn because it's even more suspicious knowing that my actual real name is a fucking plane. <laughs> right. See, problem is, I forgot, it's the 1920s. I don't even think there is a Tommy gun. Oh, there's Tommy guns. <laughs> there's Tommy right. guns. They're for sure. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of the barbershop. Yeah, Del- Dellinger was the, 20s. There's a, there's a Tommy gun uh, barbershop, which is where they're, my they're illegal. Is at. Right. Dome, still, amazingly. Uh, but, but yes, you can find them on the black market. Oh, would Doctor looks die. at the clipboard, looks at all of you again. Well, remember to take care of your mental health. If, uh, if the stress of this gets to be too much, we can always uh, find a room for you here. Better to be here than alone. Thanks, Doc. We'll uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> good, good. Well, have a nice day. It turns and door opens. Walker. Hey, Kitty, Kitty Hawk. You, you, you remember what we were saying about knowing guys? I what? What? You probably don't want to know those guys in there. You know. Thank you. I. Can we just please leave? Thank you. That's right. But like Tom said, you know, we did know the right guy. Right, so now we have a lead. Right. See, I'm gonna wait till we like get out of the actual building before like saying and telling her everything that really he was able to put together, I guess. Right, see, it's, 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 yeah, I guess, see. Yeah, exit back out there. You're standing around the cab. Right, see, cause that chap in there, his name's Timmy, right? And he says he was with both the guys that we were looking for. Which means I think we need to maybe go back to the creepy spider house. Maybe. Right. He wasn't he screaming something there when we right. were closing the door? He said something about digging a hole with him, with both. Something he, about He said uh, something. You're never leaving the hole or something. Like he was stuck. Right. You, you, but he also. I don't. I couldn't hear him quite well. I heard something about a shooting. Those were like talking. Can I like try to find the razor and double check if it was mine or not? Because it doesn't make sense. I'm kind of like, you know, having a slow mental freak out, but not trying to let on about it. Yeah, you reach down to your pocket and no razor. Right, that doesn't make sense. And 
if these people hear me say that, I'm gonna sound crazy. I'm not gonna even mention it. Just let the conversation go on about, you know, the whole. So what, we gotta go back there and go in that hole? That's... Right. I, I didn't like that place. I don't know you about know these guys. You know any of those diver type folk, right? <laughs> I mean, we might know a guy that knows a guy that's a diver. Right, but who's a guy that we know a guy that might know a diver guy? Right, put our heads together. So, maybe, maybe Tony? Tony knows quite a bit of guys. Maybe Carl. Carl's a good guy. Yeah, I like Carl. You know who likes swimming? Who's that? What was his name? Blank. Like his name was Blank. Like you the sure? French white. Like well, I thought a Dougie, maybe. Right. Dougie. Right. Dougie likes swimming. Right. He's always playing with the fire hydrants and such. I want some play with a fire hydrant inside of a building. Right. How does that even happen? <laughs> Only Dougie, right? <laughs> Dougie. Right then. Kitty, Zeke. Um, I. Yeah, she'll go, she'll go to the she'll go to the hole. I I don't understand what he was talking about. I, d I don't know why Gina would have shot anyone. That doesn't sound anything like something must have gone wrong. Well, he he might not be entirely accurate, right? Right. He wasn't in an asylum, right? But he did talk about the hole a lot, so maybe we should go get some boots. That's a good idea, Tubbs. I hear there's, they're making these ones with like little plates on the bottom, just in case you step on a nail. Um, uh, JD, I don't remember, the the hole wasn't actually dug, right? It was just like... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it went, it went it down, yeah. Water. Oh, yeah. it did go down in there, okay. It wasn't filled with water. The water was about ankle deep in the room, but it was, uh... Yeah, it just, you, you never went down in the basement, Kitty. Mm -hmm. So the only okay. person that really got a good look at the hole was Telly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to talk about the hole. Right. It may seem weird, but I had a dream about the hole last night. What do you mean? Just, you know, I was in that room. Again. I don't know. Maybe it just really affected me. No, I, don't, I understand. I had a dream about the house, too. You're, you're, you're joking. No, why, why wouldn't I? It was a strange experience. A long night. I couldn't sleep well anyway. I mean, it's, it's a weird. It's not that much of a coincidence, I guess. But it's weird. It's just a little weird. Yeah, yeah, not that all strange that weird. all three of us had a dream like that. <laughs> Zeke, you, you had a dream about it too? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Dad, huh? Right, I don't know why you're all looking at me. 
I don't have nightmares, right? <laughs> it wasn't really a nightmare, it was just... We were in the house... Having... Dinner, I guess, but it was... The dinner was dirt. All that red dirt. Right, with bugs in it, and I call that a nightmare. Because Tubbs, he told me about as you start to talk about the nightmare. Mm -hmm. I didn't. A bunch of cars and wagons come flying into the dexterous center. Cars screech to a halt and surround you in the cab. bunch of police officers get out, draw their guns, and start shouting. All right, put your hands in the air. All for you. Uh, right. A- anything you say, officer. Hey, oh, you on the law around here? Oh, oh thank yeah. God, thank God. Yes, it's it's the these two you. right here. <laughs> you see, see, as you're saying that, your hands up. Several officers come and they all start banging you against the cab. All four no, I- of you. They start handcuffing you. Excuse me. Detective Stiltwell comes around. Detective. Yeah, yeah. Settle down, Mr. Gusty. We'll get this all straightened out downtown. In the meantime, I have paperwork here from the Providence District Attorney's Office. To apprehend and detain one Kitty Hawk Augusti, Zeke Cooper, Telly Tubbs, Spencer Sweets, all wanted by the state of Rhode Island for suspected involvement in criminal activities related the May 5th robbery of the J. Brown warehouse, possibly connected to the disappearance of one Orville Augusti. Hey, don't worry, kid. We won't be here long, but after we gotta talk about you selling us out. That's right. Yeah, right. I'm sure this is just one big mix-up, right? You had to be detained for questioning until release. Any problems, Mr. Sweets? You can take it up in court. <laughs> We should be able to get you in a court of law as that shave on your face. Alright, get him out of here. With that, they place all four of you, shackled and bound into the back of a single police wagon. The doors slam shut, and darkness suddenly clouds the interior of this van, this cold metal prison you've now been locked into. Vision of the asylum grounds suddenly ripped from your sight. You feel an unsteady lurch forward as the police wagon begins its trip back out through the asylum driveway, where each bump of broken cobblestone turns into a jostling, uncomfortable mess as you bang around this metal coffin. Through mesh windows in the back, you just barely make out more officers as they begin the painstaking process of combing through Kelly's cab, looking for evidence. And with one more sudden lurch around a corner into the busy Providence streets in a way as the asylum entrance disappears from your view. As you make your way downtown to the Providence Police Department.
Thank you so much for listening to Hideous End, brought to you by Negative 2 Charisma. To catch more Neg2 content, head over to our YouTube channel or twitch.tv forward slash negative 2 charisma, where we stream a variety of tabletop games and settings. Hideous End is played using the Call of Cthulhu 7th edition system from Chaosium. Much of the audio you heard tonight was provided by tabletopaudio.com. Tabletopaudio.com is an incredible resource for audio ambience for any setting you can imagine, from sci-fi, medieval fantasy, or gritty noir. Consider supporting their Patreon for alternate versions of their already massive library that's available for free. Our players tonight were Ben, Chris, and Curtis as Zeke Cooper, Spencer Sweets, and Telly Tubbs, and of course Adelaide Gardner as Kitty Hawk at Gusty. I am Jason Dean, your keeper for the series, and if you want to reach out to us here at Neg2 Charisma, you can of course join our Discord or find us on Twitter at Neg2 Charisma. New episodes go live every Friday wherever podcasts are farmed. And until then, stay safe if you can. <laughs>